It's the 100th episode of Writer's Bagel Basket with special guest, Dwight Stearns. Ah, I've been here since the beginning. (laughs) (laughs) And we're watching music videos from the 80s and 90s because we are technically the MTV generation. Uh, I I think we're technically millennials. Weird. Right? We're, I we're thought like that the was the MTV generation. Anyways. Probably. We grew up on MTV. MTV sale music videos are in the basket. The writer's bagel basket. Episode 100. 100. Yes, it was very exciting. Tomorrow we go to the zoo. I love you. That's all I needed to hear. I'm so excited! I'm so excited! We don't have to be mean. Because remember, no matter where you go, there you are. Hi, welcome to Writer's Bagel Basket. I am Scott Kerland. And I'm 100 boy, boy, big boy Dwight. That's my new name. <laughs> 100 episodes, Dwight, and you've been here for every episode. No, I've been on like 30 I, I was going to joke that I was going to joke that you were in oh, the background. Oh, yeah, I've been in the house for all of them, just watching you through a window. <laughs> Thank you. In the house, watching through a window. I don't know how that works, but it is how it worked. Um, uh, I think you've been on for 50 Maybe I don't know. I haven't paid much attention. I know I was not on like go the back first and... twenty. Yeah, whatever. I've been on a couple. I'm probably the number one guest at this point. Probably, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> Have you finally come to terms with I'm not the co-host anymore? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Sorry to like break your heart on it, that. It but... is, but well, that's fair. Looks like I have to drown my sorrows. What? With ice cream. No, with music <laughs> videos, because we're doing something a little bit different today. Yeah, so we're we're going... So the way it normally works is my guests will watch the movie or TV show with me or by themselves if you're Dave Schweitzer. Oh, so that's an option? We can watch this before we come he, over? He just always comes and has it watched. Oh, okay. Uh, but I, I find it more fun and intimate. If you if you have the time to watch it with you, so it's fresh. So we can cuddle while we watch it. Yes. That's the intimacy part. Well, that's you and me in a slanket. <laughs> Anyways. I meant like a Snuggie. A slanket is a... S- never wet. Mine. That sounds even worse than a Snuggie. <laughs> so... <It> sounds wet. <laughs> <laughs> the slanket is the knockoff version of the Snuggie. Uh, okay. I can... Like how when they had Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, but then like the troll company created like neg- Negasonic like troll... Yeah, I know what you, yes, yes, yes. I, I remember. Yeah, my grandmother bought me those instead. Hey, you know. So, she so tried. we're literally going to be watching the music video as we record, and you might hear the music in the background. I'll probably cut in clips from the actual music video, but yeah. So we each picked three, mm-hmm. and then we together picked uh, an artist who we thought was incredibly weird. Yeah, for, specifically the music video portion of it. Yes. Because like the music videos for this person, it's Billy Joel. We picked yeah. Billy Joel. You'll, 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 you'll we'll hear. tell you what song yeah. it is later, but <laughs> you probably already know. Um, so yeah, Whoa. we. Oh, sorry. Moving on. No, that's not. The I one. know that's not the <laughs> one we're doing. That's why I was. Being no, a, it's being Uptown Girl. <laughs> yes. Or it might be that other song that he had. I there was a really uh, Vienna waits for you. Off the top of my head, I don't remember that. Uh, yeah. Um, so this first one is my pick. Yes. Um, so when so when Scott first approached me with this idea, um, yeah, I, this I, was a long time ago. Haley came up with this idea. Mm-hmm. I got. I'm not stealing anyone's credit. Haley is like, why don't you do like you know, theme song intro things? That's a good and, idea. Why don't we do that? And then she's like, or music videos. Ooh. So I thought, you know, music videos. I mean, we'll probably do it again with intros and you'll yeah. be here for that as well. Yeah. Um, so because we grew up, you know, in the 90s, music videos were humongous. Mm-hmm. 
like 80s and 90s music videos were humongous. So, I mean, I think that when we, when I first started um, being aware of music videos, like VH1, pop up video, um, in MTV, like TRL type of stuff, mm-hmm. music videos, in my opinion, were already on a hard decline when I get, really got into them. Like I said, like the TRL days and stuff like that. We missed in my opinion, I at least I missed the golden, golden era of music videos when they were like short movies, like Thriller and um, anything directed by John Landis, really. <laughs> so any Michael Jackson music video. Michael Jackson and some of the ones that we're going to do today, uh, they had they weren't just the band playing at a concert or they weren't um, like they weren't just like bands interacting with their fans type of deal. There was either like stories and through lines and like little skits beforehand. I don't remember much of that growing up. Yeah. And I had to go through like ones. I was like, do I pick something I love? Do I pick something I hate? Do I pick something that's just weird? So none of these music videos do I love. So Uh, I didn't pick anything I liked. I picked a song that I thought was very funny. I picked a music video that I am nostalgic for and is atrocious. And I picked a song that I legitimately really, really, really enjoy. And I picked a song that was ironic. We will get to that. That's my number one music video pick. I picked a song that always gets stuck in my head. And I'm not ashamed that I like it, even though it's a very, very weird song to like. And then I picked one that is connected to a celebrity in the funniest way. Okay. So so uh, the first video that we are watching is my pick, and it is Are You Ready for Freddy by the Fat Boys. Freddy Krueger's the name, and you know my game. Elm Street's the place, if you've got the time, listen to this, you'll watch the ride. Freddy Krueger's the myth, but Freddy Krueger's the man, it doesn't matter because I'm still rapping about him, understand? So sit back, check, I'm doing a box to rhyme, grab a hole in your face. The Fat Boys from the Disorderlies. Is that who they're from? I don't know who this band well, the is fa- at all. The Fat Boys were in, they were in the movie The Disorder uh, in Disorderly, I believe was the name of the movie. Okay, I haven't seen that. Um, the only reason I picked this is because it is uh, so. I'm a big uh, horror fan. Nightmare on Elm Street is one of my favorite franchises you? of all time. Yeah, right? horror movies. Get out! If only I didn't say that on every single episode that I'm on. Uh, and so, <laughs> when Freddy became a pop culture icon, he was like kind of up there with like you know almost like bart simpson level of like in the public conscious in like everybody knew who he was he got and so this is a song that was released for the fourth movie um called the dream war no dream warriors three dream master um 1988 and it is a awesome music video oh hey yeah yeah they were in disorderlies which was supposed to be like a uh uh, hospital comedy it was supposed to be like a marx brothers style three stooges style um uh, comedy with the fat boys so fair so this is uh are you ready for freddy are you ready scott nope i i already watched all of these music videos i have so. not watched any of them make that shit full screen son i'm going to so so this one starts off with a skit like they're in front of the elm street house and they're just <laughs> this is a whole lot of nothing. Yeah, we're watching the music video right now. So if you want to watch along with us, hit play now. Hit play like ten seconds ago. Yeah, I feel bad for this guy. And yeah. they just randomly show up. Show up on some Vespas. Remember when Vespas was a thing? I wish we lived in an area where I could scooter. Like, like I, I uh, wish you wish did. we lived in Italy or, or like a LA type of city. Yep. So. Yeah. The story for this one is uh, one of their uncles has tragically passed away. Their uncle, Freddy. Fre- uh, Frederick, I think they call them. And in order for them to inherit his, his riches and wealth, they have to spend one night in his house, which is the Elm Street house. Yeah, and I love how they're all wearing these Freddy Krueger style, yep. like... <laughs> the striped shirts. Striped None shirts. of them are the right, sh- right colors. Except for him. Uh, his, right? uh, his, it's red and green, and uh-huh. his looks red and blue, or red and black, or orange and black. Yeah, they they all look like sailors. <laughs> like sailors in your mouth, sailors in your. mouth. Uh, I was thinking, where, where uh, sailors on the moon uh-huh. we carry we a harpoon. harpoon. We tell tall tales. Shut up, Scott. The song's playing now. Yeah. yeah. Oh, they're scared. I love how it it's 
incredibly like fake horror. Yeah, well, it's definitely not the actual shot or actual house, but that looks real. That looks like the actual set. In the fourth movie, <laughs> sorry, this song is too funny. Yeah. In in the fourth movie, it definitely they had built a set for the house. It wasn't the original house. I love that they actually got Robert England. Yeah, he's in full makeup and he's... Well, he'll do it no matter what. Did I tell you I met him? No. Is he the best? He's amazing. He seems like the sweetest man. Like, like I was there to interview him and he's like, listen, kid, I don't feel like being interviewed today, (laughs) but do you just want to hang out, grab lunch, shoot the shit? I'm like, yes, because it was at Rock and Shock. That sounds amazing. And he's like, they're bringing my lunch. You know, why don't you order something? And we just talked and it was awesome and he's like you can't print any of that i was like fine but he was like the (laughs) nicest guy (laughs) so freddie's attacking the fat boys yeah i just love how how in the 80s like the the killer would walk so slow in a horror movie and everyone else would run so fast but they would always catch up yeah they because they always had like teleportation powers or some weird thing you can tell they only had like three rooms on this set the way that they're shooting it they and keep they on have walking. limited time yeah they keep on walking by the same hallway and like the same that's kind of creative the glove the shot, glove, glove on shadow. the silhouette no what i wonder what? i wonder if they shot this while they were making the fourth movie like in between I don't know. because you know, I, that actually would make sense because i know for a fact prince was um his music video for batman was being shot when during the, the well, they were movie. making Batman. That would make sense because, like, I would imagine that they would have torn down this house, if not immediately after the um, uh, shoot it ended, then pretty quickly. Well, it so, looks like I wonder if they reformed this house because this looks exactly like the house from Beetlejuice. Ah, uh, maybe. I wonder if they just reconfigured the set. I that would um, New Line made this and Warner Brothers. Was Warner Brothers, yeah, yeah. yeah maybe. Um, that was a Batman shot jumping through <laughs> the ceiling. Oh, they're in the boiler room now. No, oh. don't go there. This I would so love for cute. them, like halfway through the music video, to be like, I'm going to go take a shower now. <laughs> that would be funny. Yeah. <laughs> or like just Freddy to see, see a couple having sex. One of the fat boys is getting it on with a girl. <laughs> <laughs> well, they went into the bedroom and everything, so... Oh my god, this is so 80s. It is so 80s. And who is that guy? Uh, Just a dude walking by, you know. It looks like Jeffrey Wright. (laughs) Man, he's got that that, uh, pose down. We are the fat boys, we gotta eat. Oh, I get it. Oh, they make you think that it was Freddy (laughs) Krueger. Okay, that was... (laughs) Just ends on a freeze frame of that guy scarfing a donut. That was weird. Uh, wow, <laughs> there's credits. Oh, let me see. I wonder who directed it. That's weird. Harvey Keith. Nope. No one famous. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So, so uh, I know that they for at least Freddy four and five and three. I think Dawkin did the song for three. I almost went with that one. It's called Dream Warriors. Who and it's did Dawkin? There's an '80s hair metal band. Oh, nice. I almost went with that one, but this was a better music video because the that other one is mostly just them playing with clips from the movie. This one had minimal clips from the movie in it. it did just, it have any? Clips? Yeah, yeah. The, there's a shot of Freddy picking up a, his hat out of dust. That's from the movie, okay. and there's some stuff of like his skeleton coming back. That's from the movie. Okay. Don't quiz me on what's from and not from the movie, Scott. No, I, I just, I, I know. The last time I saw Freddy Four was college. Oh, it's so good. Um, I like it. I like all the Freddy movies except for Six. That was a good choice. It, Thank you. It's a weird one. It's a like. Well, it, as soon as you you did that, I was contemplating whether or not to do. Instead of my number one pick, do Wild Wild West. Oh, but we didn't have ten minutes. It's a ten minute long music <laughs> yeah, video. Yeah, it's, it's a huge one. I love that song. Yeah. Um, the, I the reason I picked that one is one I love Nightmare on Elm Street stuff, but it's so that there was a lot of music videos like that back in the, like every movie had a tie-in song with it and every tie-in song had a music video it's the it's the it's the rick dance exactly exactly so we are on yours now so i picked jermaine stewart we don't have to take our clothes off for the most ironic reason so come on baby won't you show some class why 
So let's start and I'll go into it. Okay. So yeah, Jermaine Stewart was a big recording artist in the 80s. Um, him and DeBarge and all of these people were on Artista, or Arsista, which was a subsidiary of Motown, wow. I believe. Ooh, I like that it uh, just went to Letterboxd. Yeah. So Jermaine Stewart, I picked this song because the song is called We Don't Have to Take Our Clothes Off. It was a song about abstinence, and Jermaine Stewart died of AIDS. <laughs> Scott, I find it ironic, and they also mentioned it on Scrubs. Did they? Yeah, because there, there's an episode where JD is not having sex. Yeah, and I think he can't get it up. I think his peep is on the fritz. <laughs> I remember. And that. what's his name? The janitor is playing this song. We don't have to take our clothes off. But also, this music video is just so weird because it clearly Ooh. was around the time of Purple Rain, and you can tell how. Whoa. Like that was, princey, they're trying to make him. That was uh, that was sexual with the water splashing on a girl as she's like pulling her top off. Yep, I love like the instruments in these things are insane. Like that looks like someone's like playing a piano on like an A frame. <laughs> yeah, the guitar. Yeah. Ooh. Also, this song gets stuck in my head like crazy. You know, I don't think I've ever. Why do you wanna move so fast? We don't have to take our clothes off. Because I remember JD coming in. He's like, what are you playing? (laughs) He's like, what? It's a Jermaine Stewart song. Show some respect. The man died of AIDS or something like that. No, but the irony is not lost on me that a song about abstinence, you know, poor guy. Yes, very much. Also, his life was really sad. Like towards the end of the 90s, he like lost all of his fortune. I feel like that happened to a lot of recording artists. Uh, or end of the, the 80s. Yeah, when like the music... Uh, when the music died. Yeah, well, because the music industry would take advantage of um, of its recording artists in this uh, yeah. way. It, this music video is just so crazy because he's... It's supposed to be like a very tame music video, but then at the same time, they letterbox it to make it look like a movie, and then like people are walking on the letterbox. Yeah, they're walking in front of it. That's actually kind of a neat stylistic choice. I kind of like that. Well, that means they clearly were on a green screen or a blue screen. Yeah. And they had the playback. It didn't look terrible. That's it's just weird. Well, so I, I'm I pick- trying to figure out what... So obviously, I don't know the lyrics very well. Like, What's the purpose of this, whoa, woman... Like, is she just... She's trying to seduce him, and he just wants to get to know her so they can have a good time and and start a relationship. Okay. So, basically, it's, we uh, don't have to take our clothes off to have a good time. With cherries falling into glasses well, and stuff like that? One of the lines is, we can have some cherry wine. Uh, I, was saying, I heard him say cherry. Cherry means something else, as far as I know. Let's yeah, just drink some cherry wine. Yeah, like Whoa. I also picked this because I love Prince, and I'm not gonna pick a Prince music video with the off off shot of us getting flagged. In the, yeah, that's actually a so really, I really, I picked really a, a Prince knockoff song because this is clearly like uh, I would die for you. This is yeah, definitely, definitely styled after that. Yeah. Inspired by it. And I love how like happy his background dancers are, and he's like, "I'm making a music video." <laughs> it's just like shimmying and shaking. But it's so crazy. Why is he wearing a beret? He raspberry looks like the beret Joker. or cherry beret? Uh, raspberry. I know, but for this song, it's a cherry beret. Yes, it's more like a black cherry black, beret. Yeah, there, there you go. Because it's, it's almost like, purpley. He looks like the Joker. He kind of does. Oh, oh! Now he's in the foreground. Oh, geez. Oh, he's saying no. No means no. He's trying so hard not to laugh too. Yeah. It was between this Wild Wild West and Billy Ocean. Get out of my dreams and into my cup. But I like that song way too much. Oh, song's over. You can tell because the record ended. I wish it ended with like a record scratch. Like, wait, we approved this song. (laughs) What's going on here? So. That song, Scott, huh? Yeah, so I picked that because, A, the music video is ridiculous. Yes. It's so crazy. Um, And I loved, so I picked two artists who were trying to compete with more famous um, celebrities, um, like uh, 
Prince and Jermaine Stewart. Mm-hmm. And then the person that I picked, Kathy Dennis, for my last music video. But they tried to make her the next Madonna. Oh, okay, okay. And she wasn't because she was a better songwriter than a singer. Fair. Because um, yeah, didn't you say that she went on to write songs she for like, Toxic for, and stuff like for, that? for for Britney, she wrote Toxic for Britney and all that stuff. Cool. So our next music video is your choice. What do we got? So um, <laughs> I said on the last episode I was on that this this song uh, means, a li- uh, means a fair amount to me in the sense that when I was in high school, uh, I spent a lot of time in my friend Stefan's basement. And we, like, it, there was a group of, like, seven or, or ten of us, like, seven to ten of us who would just go over there and hang out. We would play video games. We would watch movies. And we would, like, download stupid videos from the internet and just laugh and laugh and laugh. And it was so much fun. He showed me this music video. Were you watching VH1 Classics? No, something? no, no. He had download- This was on his computer. Okay. We- he had downloaded this music video, and we, we watched it, and it is... It made, we were laughing so hard. It is so ridiculous. This is the most 80s music video to ever 80s in all of the 80s fucking world. Okay, so so you can pull it up. It is Journey, Separate Ways, Worlds Apart. And it is um, just insane. I was doing some research, and apparently this is like considered one of the worst music videos of all time. Yeah. It was their first music video. Oh, man. All right. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. Yeah. I'm hitting play if Have you, you want to hit play. You said you've watched it, right? Oh, yeah. You, you I watched can... all of these. Okay. <laughs> first off, the song's pretty okay, but... <laughs> The, you have to say it's pretty okay. Air instruments and then they appear. <laughs> it's the most eighties eighties music video to ever eighties in all all of the world. It's in it, there. Of course, there's a woman. Yeah, they're just following and, and like just they're just low shots of her while she's walking, and then the band they look so uncomfortable. They have no idea what they're doing, except for Steve Perry's smile. Yes, he is very excited. But like the the drummer, I don't remember the drummer's name. He looks not like, Steve Perry. He looks like he's going to cry. Like when there's like these close-ups. Why are they playing air instruments, Scott? What what year did this come out? It wasn't like around Bill and Ted. I think it was eighty four. Okay. I want to say it was so eighty four. They don't even have the excuse of Bill and Ted. No, no. Like why? I do like the song though. I think the song it is, plays every like every wedding I've been to. <laughs> It's a very catchy song. Like I feel like we should be doing like a montage right now. <laughs> Where did this Was this come out? This wasn't in one of the Rocky movies, was it? Um it was in some things. It was in Yeah, why aren't we doing a montage right now of you and me <laughs> working out like <laughs> like you're you're Mickey right. and I'm Rocky and I'm training. It was in Tron Legacy. That's what it was. Yep. And it was also in Yes Man. It was the mobile phone. Look at he's playing, he's playing a, a keyboard that was like glued to a an industry shipping container. Is the container. drummer Gallagher? Because he looks know. like Gallagher. I don't know who he is. Hey, so I got this watermelon right here. And there's here's this my- one shot. I don't know if we missed it because I was looking at my phone. But there's this one shot of them like all huddled around like. Oh yeah, we, we missed. That. And like the drummer just looks so sad. Like look at that framing. He's not even in the center. Like that's it's so bad. Like, That's what? not Vanessa Williams, is it? I, I don't know who it is. Uh, I don't know <laughs> what they were doing with this music video. It's just so bland. It's Chris Kardashian Jenner. <laughs> He's got the most '80s mullet to ever mullet. Like, oh, <laughs> that too close for comfort, Steve Perry. Like, they just like, what, you don't showed like my up mouth? in like an abandoned shipping. Fact or uh, like shipping department. I just want to see like one like uh, shipping guy be like, "What? It's not a band." <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> Jeff Foxworthy mustache. <laughs> this is the most eighties oh music. Love it. It's so bad. I feel like uh, Sing Street made fun of this <laughs> with with their music video. You're probably right. <laughs> In the movie, Sing Street is a movie anyone no, needs to see. Never seen it's it. Fantastic. Yeah, that guy looks like Gallagher. Yeah, he looks so sad to be there. 
I don't want to be here, Steve. Well, we're going to be famous, but I don't want to. I just want to play the drums. <laughs> well, he's playing uh, uh, just like barrels, barrels now. And that and bass, hubcaps. He's just slapping in the bass. Slap at the bass, man. <laughs> They're all like in industrial equipment right now. Why is he wearing a denim tuxedo? I don't understand why this guy is wearing the lead guitarist of Journey, not Steve Perry. <laughs> this, like that shot. like He just looks so sad. <laughs> What did I get myself into, guys? Oh, man. This is the craziest thing because they clearly have no respect for factory workers. <laughs> I I just want to see like the foreman of this site come on with hard hats and be like, guys, if you're going to be here, you need to put on the hard hats. <laughs> Please, I have principles. Wait, that, that bass guitar looks exactly <laughs> like looks the guitar so from... So, from what? Uh, Bill and Ted. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. It's, well, that was like a style, like just like a really yeah. small bodied. Small bodied, no uh, head on the guitar. Yeah. On the neck. All neck. Yeah, you hit those high notes, Steve Perry. And now, like, it's been it all, all a, just dream. a dream. <laughs> it was all a dream. They did all a dream at the end. Oh, I need to go down to the industrial factory and <laughs> maybe Steve <laughs> Perry will be there. Bad. It's so uh, bad, kid. Okay, so you picked it because it was so bad. Yeah, it was terrible. Like, it's so funny. Like, just watching it makes me laugh. Yeah, so I, this next one for me, I had to pick between Paul Abdul, Forever Your Girl, which I picked, and uh, Denise Williams, Let's Hear It for the Boys uh, from the Footloose soundtrack, Mm -hmm. and I picked Forever Your Girl. Because it's an earworm that I love, and when we first got Stella, uh, when the song opens with her going, hey baby, I would always, uh, when I would come home from work after a long day, I would always say that to Stella. But I would go, hey Stella, Aww, forever my pup. That's sweet. So, so yeah. And I think she just... No, she's asleep. Oh, okay. She doesn't give a shit about what you're saying. Yeah. So this music the video... He says, what's going on? Because I keep... Yeah, because he's right behind you. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So, uh, this is Forever Your Girl by Paul Abdul. And it's so crazy because she's going back to her roots by being a choreographer again. But also a singer. Because she started out as a Laker girl and a choreographer. And dating Emilio Estevez. Don't we all? So. Is that an Olsen twin? No. No. Um... But there are famous people in this music video. Elijah Wood's in this mu- music video. Awesome. So, yeah. Is he shooting uh, cowboys? Oh, my God. This is so... So like late 80s, early 90s. Black and white, grainy, like weird stylizedness. I wonder why they went with black and white. Probably cheaper. Uh yeah, well also at the time Madonna was shooting her music videos in black and white. Uh, but this this feels like it should be like a montage in like a rom-com. Um so the let's hear for the boy music video is her also with children, but she clearly has a crush on all of these children in that music video. This one she's more of a mentor to them, like she's directing a music video um as well. And that other one, oh, we got uh, Robert Palmer here. <laughs> but that other one, we had uh, Jesse Smollett was the little boy at the beginning, I believe. Oh, okay. And I was like, uh, maybe I shouldn't do that one. And then he's in this one, I think, too. <laughs> um, so this okay, is. I like this. That's kind of cool. They yeah. Have, so, like, everything they're shooting through the cameras is in color, and all the stuff, like, real life yeah, air quotes is black, is in and, black white. and white. That's kind of cool. I like that really meta with yeah. Paul Abdul stuff. The behind the scenes is black and white. Yeah. But then they, they're also paying tribute to other music videos because they just did Robert Palmer and now they're doing... Uh, there he is. There's Elijah <laughs> Wood. What is this? Uh, American Psycho? 
before American Psycho was American Psycho. He looks like a young Patrick Bateman. Like, <laughs> they asked him about this. They're like, you're in the Forever Your Girl music video. And he's like, yeah, I was. Apparently, she was supposed to be in love with me, which is weird. Really? Is and that- that's what he said. Okay. I want. How old would he have been for this? Do you think he really? He said he was it? eight years old. Eight. Okay, that's that's old enough. Yeah. It, like that would be a time when it would be a formative thing. Yeah. So this that, uh, this I think is Jesse. No, that's not Jesse Smollett. <laughs> yeah. Why does the, the there's a kid who is on a motorcycle Brando style <laughs> with a pack of cigarettes? Oh, tucked in his sleeve. Hey, it's me, Marlon Brando. Quarterback contender. I call them contender. Yeah, sure, I want to get you. <laughs> yeah, she's she's just... It. I haven't gotten her trying to be in love with Elijah Wood. I haven't seen her in the same shot as him yet. Yeah. Oh, there, there, there was Jesse Smollett. He's one of the kids right there. Oh. Supposedly. <laughs> so I've been told. Allegedly. Yeah. And we, we got to... Who was that, Leo? I was going to say it's River Phoenix at the Viper oh, Club. Yeah. Oh, that's dark. <laughs> it looks like the Viper Club, and that kid clearly looks like River Phoenix. But also, aren't they like 16? That's weird. Yeah. Pounding some martinis from the looks of it. I like her star gloves. <laughs> Sparkly. Those are cool. I want to get a pair of those for Tiffany. <clears throat> what will the card say forever, my girl? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Those kids are bad dancers. Well, remember at the beginning, he she was trying to show the girl how to do it, and, oh, and yeah. the girl couldn't do it. So now she replaced her with people who can. So I don't understand how they pay tribute to other music videos like Robert Palmer, and that's it. There's nothing else that is a music video that I, resembles another music video at all. I said that this music video would be better if the guy who's singing up her background mm-hmm. was DJ Scat Cat <laughs> oh, oh, <laughs> from yeah. the Two Steps Forward. That's the animated cat, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, why have I'm a guy... i didn't pick that one. Why have a guy who looks like, you know, Spike Lee <laughs> instead of... Now, now, I don't consider myself a music video expert or anything, so I don't really know the histories, but it's, is it possible that some of these other things were paying tribute to other music videos or styles? Or? Uh, styles, but not other music videos. Why is that kid wearing a bellhops costume? I don't know, but it was cool. She was, Elijah Wood was in three shots. How could she be in love with him? I don't know. Take it up with Elijah Wood. I'm, I'm going to take it up with Elijah Wood. Elijah Wood, I'm calling you out. I disagree. If if she was supposed to be in love with you, it did not read. How dare you, sir? I take offense. Great offense. Come to my house and we'll talk about it. <laughs> we'll be best friends. What? Yes. What? What? I love uh, being back to the future part two. Yeah. So your next pick was... Uh, so the next pick for me is uh, the Moody Blues, uh, Your Wildest Dreams. This is a song that I legitimately just like. I like this song. Like I will listen to the song in the car and sing along to it. I enjoy it. It, it tells a very good, sto- uh, uh, interesting story. And the music video, I believe, does the same thing. This music video has a little bit of kind of like the black and white Paula yeah. Abdul style. Like it has like shots um, in the past that are black and white and stuff like that. It, it, it's a good music video full confession Mm -hmm. i was terrified of the moody blues for the longest time when i was a little kid why because it sounded scary when when they open up with the album with breathe deep the gathering gloom watch lights fade from every room or like whatever the i can't say i've ever actually listened to an album i just know the hits and i just know this from the album that nights and white satin oh nights and white satin of course uh off of that album it like it's a concept album and it tells a story oh cool so yeah i love it so your wildest dreams here we go play what is that is that a skeleton it's a broken records okay so um the song is about uh, a guy who um he's in a relationship with a woman and he's singing about it or he's remembering it um, but he had given up the relationship in order to follow his passion for music. And so that's kind of what this, like, look, look at this. This is so abstract. And it almost looks like um, the a dolly painting, like with yeah. the, the, the clocks. And yeah, yeah. there's those Vespa scooters. <laughs> uh, Lil's came on my radio show when I was in college. Mm-hmm. And she picked uh, For My Lady by Moody Blues. And after that song, or I might have been on her radio show, we were guesting. Yeah. And... 
I said to her, I was like, uh, yeah, it sounds like at the end of the song, someone should just take out a gun and blow their brains out. Jeez. Yeah, so see, now they were on the girl, and she's watching him perform because he had given up his relationship with her to be in a band. I would never believe that that man is a sex symbol. Um, I'm well, just saying. He's a sex symbol to me. All these people. I, like I said, I haven't actually watched these things in a while. Um, that, that's like <laughs> Steely Dan. Like that's like Steely Dan. This is Steel, no, it's Steely Dad is what this is. They all... Well, Steely Dan is like Steely Dad. Yeah. <laughs> Not Gina Davis. <laughs> oh, yeah. See, now we're in black and white. We're in the past when she was with him while he was playing his music. That is a Bobby Bob if I've ever seen one. Yeah, it's, you know, it's uh, it's the past. Yeah, but they got, they got handsome men. <laughs> That's how they see themselves, Scott. No offense to the Moody Blues. I do like the Moody Blues now that I'm not terrified of... Breathe deep, or breathe in. I don't think they'll take very much offense to you. They're like, this is care. better than Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I totally forgot we saw that together. Yep. I'm doing that for This Was Nominated Month. Oh, really? Yeah. It, I can't believe that film was nominated and won as many it awards. Won best as Actor. Yeah, if Taron Egerton does not win Best Actor because of um, for I think playing Elton John, say that on the other one. Yeah, if he does not win, I'm gonna yeah. lose my damn mind <laughs> or get nominated. I, I like this is telling a story. It, it's telling a beautiful story, but the song doesn't match it. It doesn't. It kind of does. If you listen to the lyrics, it does. Well, um, the lyrics, yes, but like the beat, like the true. it's too upbeat. Yeah, it's definitely it's well. It, that's what, what I kind of like about it. It's an upbeat sounding song, but it's a really sad subject matter. Because for my last song, I was gonna go with uh, Romeo and Juliet by Dire Straits, which is kind of a similar music video. Mm-hmm. Oh, he misses her. Oh, his, his life of crazy partying in the Hollywood and his hills. puffy shirts. <laughs> oh is man, it, who am I gonna the... get to wear all these puffy shirts? How do they see themselves? Their own what decade are they? Because this is supposed know. to be the eighties. Yeah, they're supposed to be like the Beatles. Is that what they're like trying to replicate? Is because like they looked almost like the Beatles when they were younger, and this is almost like the late seventies style Beatles. Yeah, because they they look like Kenneth Branagh should be directing this. <laughs> well, that looks like Kenneth Branagh. Yeah, this is oh, uh, this is weird. This is the weirdest thing I've ever seen. Oh, break it, break it, break, break it. Break the record. Break the oh, record. She loves it. Oh. And she's like, she settled down with this. With John Hamm. And she hates her kids. Oh my God, this is existential. Yeah, now she's back in time. Oh. Come on, dance with them. This is the craziest. <laughs> yeah. I think you win for craziest music video, my friend. Uh, this is also my favorite one that we've watched so far. I like, like it a lot. It's weird, but I like it. I like the dance. I, just, I don't think the music just. I no, you're 100 percent right. The music doesn't match too happy. the uh, the uh, yeah the tone of what we're seeing because she is like in a deep depression. <laughs> it's also kind of annoying because they're they're framing it from her perspective when he was the one who right moved. Like I almost like I feel really bad for her. He when looks he like Peter Cetera from <laughs> from Chicago. Because you know it's true. So, so she just abandoned her family to go um, go travel. <laughs> hey. Yeah. I don't see the Moody Blues as being sex symbols. He's like, hey, what can you do? I yep. look like Aaron Sorkin. Bye. Them's the, them's the breaks. Oh, the Moody Blues. So was that a good pick, Scott? It was a great pick. Thank you. I and I'm now going to destroy that with a horrible pick. Um, so my final pick is Kathy Dennis, Touch Me All Night Long. Which, before we get into that, Ryan Gosling became famous with dancing to a remix version of that in 1992 at a dance recital, and that's how he was discovered. And we're watching it right now. We're watching the really? music. 
th- this is. Hey. Yeah, look at Ryan Gosling go. Wow. You say Paul Abdul was a dancer. He looks like a dancer to He's me. He's an amazing dancer. Well, is this amazing? He's doing the same thing over and over again. <laughs> yeah, well, but. Yeah. There we go. There we go. <laughs> I, I, I always. He's wearing oh, empty hammer pants. pants. He's got the hammer I just pants. I that. Um, but this is how he was discovered to be on the Mickey Mouse Club. Like I guess in Canada, there there that was makes sense. there was a um, one of the kids' age, uh, parents was an agent and was like, "Yeah, this kid's got talent. Let's make him a star." He's cl- this is clearly just you said a dance recital. He is the only boy in the dance recital. So this is where being a boy in dance class gets you. Yeah, gets you Dad, I told you I should have been in dance class. I just wanted to dance, Dad. He's like, "You'll get beat up." <laughs> No, nah, I didn't want to do dance. My parents made me do the Boy Scouts. I did the Boy Scouts instead. So he, I had to do basketball and Boy Scouts. So here's the music video for Touch Me. Neither of those. In parentheses, all night long. Oh, is that the, blood? It's a glove. Yeah. The, I told you, she's trying to be Madonna. So and the song is touch super or touch catchy. Or touch Me. I'm disappointed. Do you even remember this song? No. I didn't know any of your picks. Oh, maybe I do. Yeah. This, this song is super 90s also. So Kathy Dennis wrote uh, Toxicity, or Toxic, for uh, off of Toxicity for Britney Spears. She wrote, um, I think she wrote, I Don't Want to Miss a Thing. Oh, Celine? No, uh, Aerosmith. Oh, damn it. Yeah, um, right. She Sorry. wrote for S Club 7. S Club Ain't no party like an S-Club party. I know S-Club 7. One of the girls in that was in one of the Chucky movies. Yeah. And, and wasn't she Dawn in, um, who am I thinking of? Dawn from uh, The Office? No. No. Or am I thinking of someone else? Yeah, you're thinking of from um, uh, Shaun of the Dead and yes, Chilling Adventures. Yes, yes, Lucy yes, Davis. Yes. That's it. Um, yeah, the lyrics are so <laughs> weird. Uh they clearly tried to clean it up because some of the lyrics are uh, hold me, touch me, um, and then hug me, kiss me. I think it's supposed to be fuck me all night long. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure. I like her oversized suit and whatever like they're doing with like all the, it almost looks like crayon wax f- f- falling off people. Well, it's really she, cool. I believe she wrote Oops, I Did It Again, and that 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 is a very Oops, I Did It Again outfit. Yes. Well, the, actually, and now she um, looks like the Riddler. She looks like the one. Uh, what was the one where Britney Spears is? is oops, I did it again. In the one in outer space. Yeah, yeah. I'm the red, baby the red body. Baby, one more time is the yeah. schoolgirl outfit. Yeah, she's wearing. She has like four of the same outfit in different colors. She should be a Batman villain. <laughs> she looks like one actually. She's got knee pads on with multiple personalities, and each uh, personality is a different color. Did you see the knee pads? I did. Well, it's because she's on her knees this whole time. This sounds very inappropriate, but like she's like on this like <laughs> yeah. But but you'd think that they would like crop it out. But so she, you... she yeah you're right because she's only wearing them in the she's not wearing them when she's standing up. It's only on seats. her knees. Only when she's um, well, they have people in front of her. Like when she's on that like platform. Do you kneeling. think we'll be able to see him? Nah, it's fine. No, you're good. You're good. You're good. Let me love you, kiss and hug you. Mm-hmm. That's that's. There's a lot of hands touching her. Yeah. So, I picked this because a we had so many Madonna knockoffs in the early '90s, and Kathy Dennis was the biggest contender. B. She's not a very good singer. Yeah, this just seems kind of standard. Like, eh. I do like that uh, whatever liquid effect they're yep. doing. We just saw the knee pads, like, hardcore. Yep. Yeah. It, and now she's in an S&M club? What? That was weird. Don't Odd you want to be in an S&M club, Scott? No. Yeah, those were very Madonna boobs. Yep. Like, those, like, cone <laughs> boobs that she yep. had. Yep. Very, this is 90s. She this was 1992. Oh, that long. Definitely catchy. Yeah, and it's weird that they would have 11-year-old Ryan Gosling dance to that song. I'm sure he wasn't the one who picked it. I'm, yes. I, I I agree with you. So, yeah, she wrote for Britney. Holy shit. She's written so she many. She wrote I Kissed a Girl? Yeah, she wrote I Kissed, I Kissed a Girl. Wow. She wrote, Four Carrots for Kelly Clarkson. She wrote for uh, Someone to Love for Mark Bronson. Adam Lambert. She's written for a bunch of people. Yep. I don't know who Galatinus is. She wrote for the Spice Galantis. Girls. Cool. 
Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So this she had a, uh, a she long had, career. She's S still Club writing too. Did a bunch for S Club Seven. Yeah. She wrote. Oh, she wrote "Can't Get You Out of My Head" by yeah. Kylie Minogue. So our final song, we both. We had to go with Billy Joel. Yeah, obviously. And I wanted to make Billy Joel references from Step Brothers. What was the name of the band from Step Brothers? I've never seen Step Brothers. Oh, Horatio Sands uh, plays uh, the lead singer of a Billy Joel cover band, but they, I think they're called Uptown Girls, but they only do 1980s Billy Joel, <laughs> not 70s and not 90s. That sounds very, um, what was the movie where they have a. Uh a cover band and I wow, she, she's, oh uh she's out of my league I think so uh the Holland Notes cover band no not the Holland Notes one it was um a Neil Neil Diamond cover band oh Saving Silverman yes that's it yeah uh what were they called Coming to America it was something like that our Forever in Blue Jeans I think it was Forever in Blue Jeans so we picked Billy Joel and the song we're going the music video we're going with is We Didn't Start the Fire <laughs> It's a good choice. And we're starting to play now. Oh, yeah. This is the good stuff. Is that Kathy Dennis? <laughs> I, I do not know. Yeah. So Is he playing the keyboard at a table? No, he's playing uh, wooden spoons <laughs> and the drums. So I don't know. Is, is Billy Joel supposed to be a ghost in this music video? I, or is he is, supposed so to be Billy Joel? Is she supposed to, she's clearly supposed to be... Gone after I Love Lucy, right? Model They're supposed it? to be hitting all of the time period. So she's 1950s, um, and then they're going to go into the 60s and do that stereotype. Yeah. Because, <laughs> yeah. Also, this song doesn't make sense, because all he is doing is saying words. Well, isn't that what everything is? No, he's Just like... saying words? Uh, Elvis Presley, Disneyland... Yeah, he he's, he's just, just saying, saying he's saying a list words. Of <laughs> this is list the song. Yeah, Elvis joins the army. So where are we now? Communist rock. Oh my god, is that kid playing with Lincoln Logs? I remember Ben Ben Foo songs rock around the clock. <laughs> yeah, Lone Ranger. I remember in in high school we found uh, one of the music teachers had a Billy Joel. For the chorus class, he had a Billy Joel songbook, <laughs> and this was in there. And we tried doing it, like, um, and, wicked and hard. It was so hard. I can imagine because we couldn't get the melody. <laughs> I'm <laughs> convinced he's the kid grown up, and he's just having terrible memories. I have no idea. I still don't know because no, that's the kid. It's a little girl. Now it's a girl. It was a boy in the other shots. Oh, he that's was dressed weird. up like a uh, a cowboy and. That's weird. It now is it's weird. A, now well, it's, it's just different families, I would assume. I don't know. Oh, yeah. And this is where it gets dark. What happened? Oh, oh Jesus Christ. <laughs> She's now on Quaaludes. What? And now she kind of looks like Catherine O'Hara. What is going on? Here? I have no idea. Oh, my idea. God. And that picture in the background? From Holy the, shit. The Vietnam picture, yeah. Yeah, this this did you don't hug me? I'm scared. Me on this one. This one took a turn. I didn't mean to. This is very uh, political. Yeah. Oh, like she's burning a bra. Mm. I don't like how much time they're spending in this one period, though. Yeah, in the '60s. Yeah. yeah. Well, like because no, it's, it's clearly the same family, and the other one, like the kid, didn't grow up. Yeah. Now we're. Oh my, oh my god. god, is that it's um, Jack Ruby and it's yeah. it's uh, Lee Harvey Oswald getting yeah, shot. Jesus getting shot. fucking Christ, Billy Joel. This is nuts. I didn't even see what the other pictures behind him were. I wasn't paying attention to them, but now I well, very much it was am. Elvis gets drafted. But the the pictures behind him, I don't know if those have changed or Yeah. I think we're finally in the seventies. Now we're in the eighties. We went a... right past the seventies and into the eighties. Because yeah. now they're yuppies. Yeah, this is very Reaganomics. Uh, and now Ooh. the husband's dead? How the hell did that? We got there way too fast. What is... Rock and roll of Cola Wars. I don't know what that picture is. Uh, no idea. 
I'm sure it's something yeah, politically this charged. This is so weird. This is the weirdest music video. Oh, by hey, far. There's the set. Yeah. And they. Oh, God. And now he's on fire. Why is he on fire? Well, this is a metaphor, Scott. Yeah, I don't think that kid was Billy Joel. I think he's a ghost. I think it's ghost Billy Joel. Or he's a time lord and he can go back in time. So, funny story about Billy Joel. And I'm not going to tell tales of him getting drunk in the Hamptons and driving his car into stuff. Um, So... In college, I went to a costume party at uh, uh, one of the kids who had a, an apartment off campus. Uh, I went in a black blazer, okay, in a white t-shirt and sunglasses. And I, anytime anyone asked me who I was, I would say, I'm Tom Cruise from Risky Business, or I'm uh, Robert Downey Jr. from Less Than Zero, Anthony McCarthy from uh, Pretty in Pink, and for my big finale, I had a costume change, and I put on a black t-shirt over, the, and I said I was Billy Joel. Wow. <laughs> and someone said, Rock and Roll Cola Wars, and I said, get out of my face. Wow. That, that sounds like you started the fire that night. I truly did. So yeah, 100 episodes, and we're going to keep going, but... Yep. These music videos were crazy. Yeah, they were. They, they were, were super so weird. weird. Like it was it was a fun uh experiment. I liked it. Yeah. I mean, JFK blown away. What else can I do I have to say? Not much, man. Um Yeah, I I, I can't believe um some of the things that the eighties got away with. Yeah, those things were nuts. Well, you had specifically said to do eighties or nineties. I specifically picked things from the 80s because when i looked at the songs that you um sent me they were all released in the 80s at some point i believe mm-hmm. so what is this this is only four minutes long is this, is this the short short one i guess yeah it is a short one yeah, yeah we, there's like a whole one where like he like breaks down and does yeah different things we're watching wild wild west wild now. wild west Rough rider, now you don't want nada. None of this six gun of this brother, none of this buffalo soldier. Look, it's like I told you. Any damsel that's in distress will be out of that dress when she meets Jim West. Yeah, so the the pre video to this was he's married to Salma Hayek, Salma right? Hayek, which that doesn't happen in the movie at all. And they're like in like a water tower or something like that? No, that's that's correctly? in the movie. Oh, okay. That's him and a different girl. Um, she has a husband in that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Kumo D in Drew Hill. Yeah, Cisco's in this music video also. Oh, yeah. He, he does the... Here he comes. Too. Right? Yeah. He's right after this. Here he comes. Any minute right now. There he I is. I forgot about Cisco. Did he like stop making music or His cause... last music video didn't do well because uh it came out after 9/11 and in it he plays he turns into a dragon, lights on fire and destroys two buildings. Bad timing. Awful timing. And then he's like, "No what? I'm going to retire. Bye." Yeah. I mean, the thong song is still huge, so he gets a ton I'm of money sure, from that. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I can't believe how crazy Will Smith got away with, like, I'm not saying Will Smith's crazy, I'm just saying how crazy his music videos were, and how expensive they were. This is... Yeah, well, this was when, because for a while there, he was releasing a movie and releasing a song tied into that movie for, like, four summers in a row. Yes. So, like... This was, I think, the last one before everything kind of imploded no, on him. No, uh, Men in Black 2 was the last one. Yeah, but Men in Black 2 was like seven years later. I'm talking like the, that run in the 90s. Oh, okay. Um, yes, I do remember the Men in Black 2, yeah. though. But but the, the song was more popular than... This one? It was more popular than the, than the song, or yeah. than the movie. Yeah, this is where he like goes on... <laughs> yeah. Starts like killing people. There's Stevie Wonder. Cause, what? Well, because the melody for this oh, is yeah. uh, I Wish. And there's Carlton. That's too funny. And they could they clearly couldn't get Kenneth Branagh. So they got a guy who looks like Kenneth Branagh. And this is his big... Uh, Odd job moment. Um, I was going to say uh, Michael Jackson and uh, 
uh, Smith Criminals. <laughs> Everyone's like dancing really well, and Will is just walking. They're dancing really. He's also dancing really slowly. <laughs> like, yeah. Did you hear that Stevie Wonder went to like uh, a jazz cafe recently, and they were playing his music and he went up on stage and started playing with them and like the video footage of it, the people's faces were, are like, <gasps> Stevie wonder. Awesome. And he's like, Hey, let's play superstition. And they're like, we just played that. And he's like, yeah, yeah, let's Stevie do it again. Wonder. We're doing it again. Uh, he just pants the lady. Lots of butts in this music video. Yeah. It's the nineties. I remember this at the, um, MTV movie awards mm-hmm. that, uh, um, Whitney Houston introduced it and like he brought a horse on the stage that's awesome and will smith Patton oswald tells the story of like how he had an entourage and like everyone lost their goddamn mind man i like will smith i'm nervous for the new aladdin movie yeah me too <laughs> it's probably gonna be terrible but i i at least i've seen will smith like posting things and it seems like he's at least trying to respect robin williams um it's like, hey, yeah. I know I'm not your dad, but I'm going to try. I want to go play catch. <laughs> but, yeah, Will Smith is at his most Will Smithy in this. <laughs> and uh, have you seen that interview where he talks about turning down the Matrix? Yes. And yeah. how upsetting it was for yeah, him. He, he was going to be Neo, and he did this movie instead. Yeah, he did this instead. So it would have been a weird cast. It would have been him as Neo, and it would have been Val Kilmer as Morpheus? As Morpheus. That would have been awesome. I love Falcon. Weird, but awesome. Yeah. And then I think Jada would have played Trinity then. Or Well, because she was in the sequel. Right. Because I don't think she was cast in the first one. Like, that's like she wanted to be Trinity, I think. Yeah. Then, but she would have clearly been Trinity. Oh, uh, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. So, yeah, it was fun adding a bonus one to add yeah, some more was, time exactly. to this. Uh, yeah. That one is by far... That and... That and um, we didn't start the fire. So instead of doing bagels for each one, let's rank them. Okay. From best to worst. Okay. Uh, well, my personal favorite, number one, is uh, Moody Blues. Yeah. That's I, my personal that's my, one. I'm going to make that number one, too. Yep. Um, of the other ones we watched, well, since we snuck in Wild Wild West, that's going at number two for me. Really? Yep. Uh, so hold on. Let me let me just remember these. So I think that's one of the worst ones. <laughs> I just like I love that song. I love the song too. Um, Wild Wild West. So Moody Blues, Wild Wild West. Um, what was your second one? The oh, uh, uh, Forever Abdul. Your Girl. That was Paul Abdul. That's number two for me. Yeah, that's gonna be three for me. And then, um, then uh, Fat Boys. Yep. Because I love Freddie. That's three for me. And then um, Crayons. No, uh, and then Billy Joel. Billy Joel, then Crayon Girl. And oh, then, Kathy Dennis. Yes. And then um, the uh, your first one, the Jermaine. Oh, Jermaine Stewart. And then the worst one is that Journey one. <laughs> That's my uh, Yeah, so I'm going to go with um, Moody Blues, Paul Abdul. I'm going to go with Fat Boys. Then I'm going with, I guess, Wild Wild West. <laughs> <You> guess. <laughs> At number four. Um, number five, I'll go with um, uh, Jermaine Stewart. Okay. Kathy Dennis. Uh, Billy Joel before Kathy yeah. Dennis at six. Seven is Kathy Dennis. And Journey is the worst. Yeah. That was... It was me, atrocious, that right? That was so bad. It and like, like, if I had to give bagels, <laughs> I... I Guess Moody Blues is a perfect dozen because I do like no I I, I would say it's about a eleven or twelve, mm-hmm. and then everything else is below a seven. Yeah, I don't even want to do bagels. I don't remember. Uh, yeah, I, no, no bagels. No, but I thought that the Moody Blues music video was actually a really good music video. I really liked it. I was pleasantly surprised with it. Yeah, good stuff. Uh, hold on one second, Scott. I have to go get something. Okay. Okay. So Scott. Yes. 
This is the hundredth episode. Yes, that is insane, dude. A hundred episodes of anything, over and over and over again, doing that so much. That's crazy. And the fact that you've like kept the dedication to this and you've gotten a hundred episodes to this is so amazing. I wanted to get you a little something, so I got you something here uh, to commemorate. 100 episodes. It is a gun. (laughs) (laughs) No, 100 episodes is like, it's no joke. You've been doing this for three years. um, So congratulations, man. It's nothing big or anything special, but it's for those who are uh, watching. It's a star. It's a little star that says Writer's Bagel Basket 100 episodes on it, engraved on it. Oh, my God. So you can put that on your desk. You can frame it. You can do whatever you want with that. It's a little heavy, but. I'm so moved right now. So congratulations on 100 episodes for oh, Writer's Bagel Basket. I love Bagel you Basket, so much. That is, that is like an accomplishment that should be celebrated. <laughs> it should be shouted. It is fantastic that you were able to do this. So oh, thank I you. I am so happy that you've been able to you know, have a vision, follow through on it, and accomplish your little dreams here. So, If I make it to 200, do I get a pony? <laughs> uh, yes, that's the logical step up from a star paperweight is a pony. <laughs> Obviously. A tiny pony. Thank you so, so much. Congratulations, man. Thank you. You're welcome. I feel crazy now. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh my god. How do you feel about 100 episodes? I mean, this is you've you, this is your baby. How do you what what's been going through your mind for this? Just keep doing it cuz it's something I love. It is like it relaxes me even when we watch like really horrible, <laughs> awful fucking shit. Like like it still makes me laugh. Like when we when we watched um The Room or when we watched yeah. uh Denver the Last Dinosaur was awful, but <laughs> then I get to do fun stuff like Third Rock from the Sun or Thirteen Going on Thirty, which is a film I love. So yeah, I, I, oh man, I'm sorry to put you on the yeah, spot and, and, and No, and, I'm just and, I'm and like getting really you. verklempt right now. Yeah, I'm getting really choked up. I mean you should. You you accomplished something huge here. And oh, it's, it's very you. impressive. Oh my god. Woo <laughs> I told Tiffany I was gonna make you cry and I, and I did it. <laughs> I'm trying not to right now. No, this is amazing, dude. I'm not even kidding. So uh, thank you. You're welcome. You're very welcome. Aww. Oh man. I feel like driving Miss Daisy. You're my best friend, Coke. <laughs> You're my best friend too, Miss Daisy. Oh my god. Thank you so much. Well, I feel like Green Book. Oh <laughs> my god. You're very welcome. Oh my god. Very Dwight, welcome. You are the best. Oh no. No, I abandoned you. I'm the worst. You're not I left the... you I left you out to dry and, no, you, and, you, and you kept on going. So Good job. Wait, you did that on purpose to sabotage me? Yeah, I was like, oh, if I do this, he'll stop doing it, and then I can take over the IP of Writer's Bagel Basket. No, that was never my thought. No. I I know I've said this before, um, and I I know that when I started doing, when we started doing this, uh, it was kind of an equal thing, and then I took a step back because I honestly felt like I was holding you back from the amount of stuff that you could accomplish, and I think that you have, without me being the albatross around your neck, you have... Breach, uh, branched out and reached out to a bunch of different people. You've gotten a bunch of different perspectives on the uh, on the episodes, um, and you've been able to keep it fresh and interesting. And um, it's just been phenomenal for you. So oh, I'm super proud of you, man. Thank you so much. You're welcome. And not only can I thank you, I need to thank Haley. I need to thank Mallory Saverin, uh, Dave Schweitzer, Lils Martin, um, Pat Berry, uh, Mike Linehan. Matt Sinclair, everyone who's been a guest, Ali Bartolini. Uh, there's probably people. Derek, Derek Brown, my friend Derek, who I keep trying to get back on here. And our, there was one he was supposed to be on in March for Toxic Relationship Month, and the day of, he's like, "I can't come. I'm so sorry." I'm like, "It's okay. It's okay." Oh, Derek's a good. Yeah, good Derek dude. Brown, uh, David Allen Prescott, like. There were two people who called in. What? Two people who called. Oh in. yeah. Uh, Ashley Rogers, Laura Fox. Yep. Yes. I pay attention. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> um, Jesus. Now, you, you see, you've had so many people on, and like your, uh, what you have done has reached out to touch all these other people in a good way. Yep. Um, oh, and- Christopher <laughs> Brown. I'm forgetting Christopher Brown from, yeah, yeah, from the Moulin Rouge episode. Obviously. Yeah. So, oh my God. Uh, thank you so much, Dwight. You You're moved welcome. Me. You're welcome. So uh, here's to 100 more. I really hope that you continue on doing this, and I hope that you continue watching shitty stuff for our enjoyment. Yeah, and, and then, good stuff, and good stuff. Yeah, I mean, like when we do, it's always sunny and the office and that stuff. Yeah. 
Woo! <laughs> Got so, him. Yep. So you can follow us on Twitter. Uh, do you want to do this? The sure. Uh, so uh, Writer's Bagel Basket has a Twitter, uh, which is. Uh, no vowels, all vowels, no vowels. Couldn't have made that easier, huh? They w- wouldn't let me do the entire... Yeah, it was too big. So W-R-T-R-B-A-G-E-L-L-E-E-L-B-S-K-T, right? Yep. Yeah, okay. I know the stuff. Uh, there's an, you have an Instagram. There's an email. Uh, no, uh, no. <laughs> there's an email. No, no, I started saying no refunds podcast. <laughs> I'm just so used to that spiel. Um, there's an email, writersbagelbasket at gmail.com. Uh, Scott's got a Instagram where you can go hit him up on that and look at all the cool pictures of bagels that he posts. Yep. I've never actually looked at it. I don't know what you post there. I, it's mainly pictures and Photoshopped images from the stuff yeah, that we're doing. That's what I figured. Um, and you've got one other thing. Uh, Facebook. Uh, check him out on Facebook. Uh, I'm still an admin on that. I can post stuff. If you want to yeah. remove me from that, you're more than welcome no. to. I'm Do whatever gonna, you want. I tried to remove myself from it, but I don't know the password. <laughs> so I couldn't. But anyways, um, so thank you very much for listening to this episode of Writer's Bagel Basket. Uh, I hope Scott has me back on. I haven't burned any bridges here. You would never burn bridges. I, I love you so much. I know. So um, the episode Episode 100, you did it. You did it. Episode 100, man. <laughs> and he died that night. <laughs> um, that is actually from a song. I th- isn't that from like The Simpsons? Is this, is this a song? No, it, it's like an old song from the 50s. Oh. Like, that night, daddy died. It's like an old, <laughs> old, like, country song. Okay, sure. I'll um, take your word for it. So, yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, I'm Scott Carlin. And I'm Dwight Stearns. Bye. Bye.